Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. And now, part one. Healthcare is the fastest growing sector of the U.S. economy, employing over 18 million workers. Women represent nearly 80% of the healthcare workforce. Healthcare workers face a wide range of hazards on the job, including sharps injuries, harmful exposures to chemicals and hazardous drugs, back injuries, latex allergy, violence, and stress. Although it's possible to prevent or reduce healthcare worker exposure to these hazards, healthcare workers continue to experience injury and illness in the workplace. Cases of non-fatal occupational injury and illness with healthcare workers are among the highest of any industry sector. Here with us to talk about these workplace hazards are University of San Francisco Professor of Public Health Barbara Sattler and Occupational Health Nurse Consultant Mary E. Miller. Barbara, Mary, welcome to Nurse Talk. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Yes. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. So first, can you give us an overview of the study that was conducted by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health? Well, this particular study was done in 2011, and it was and it focused on chemical exposures. There's quite a long laundry list of chemicals that nurses and other healthcare workers can be exposed to on the job. And the survey was to help understand the circumstances in which healthcare workers may be exposed. And I don't really remember a time when there's been such a survey of nurses about their practices related to these exposures. And do you mind telling us just what are some of the classes of chemicals that were targeted in the survey so our listeners have an idea of what the nurses are being exposed to? The list is involves things like aerosolized medications that are uh, typically given by a nebulizer or an inhaler for respiratory infections, anesthetic gases, which is, you know, both in and out of the OR and, and other, you know, short-term stays for surgical procedures, and antineoplastic or chemo. Uh, hazardous chemo uh, drugs, chemo um, therapeutic drugs, chemical sterilants, things, sterilants that are used to clean and disinfect various instruments that are then later reused, and then other types of uh, disinfectants, especially for hand washing and uh, cleaning of health surfaces in healthcare settings. And also surgical smoke, just in terms of the types of procedures that are done, smoke and laser. Are, are often generated during procedures. And so do you think hospitals understand the dangers of all of these issues and how they pose a risk for healthcare workers? I think many of these things have been known uh, long before the 2011 survey of the nurses themselves. I mean, there's been research on these issues over many, many years. And, you know, I don't have a general sense myself. Maybe, Barbara, you can speak to this about how well various hospitals are addressing the different uh, sure. exposures. So um, a couple of things. One is there's a lot of variability as to how much attention is paid to uh, health and safety within hospitals. And there are some systems, if we're speaking specifically to chemical exposures, that have, from the top down, have uh, chemical policies, like Kaiser, um, which a lot of unionized nurses work for Kaiser. But another thing to note is that nurses are not learning about this in most nursing schools. So when they get into their jobs, they're not asking questions. They're not understanding this. So all along the way, if you've got a hospital that is not paying attention to this, 
Um, nobody's prompting them to do it. And I, I think that Mary found this a bit in some of her recent experiences, and maybe you could speak to that, Mary. My recent employment, I was shocked, frankly, at how little attention was actually paid to prevention and intervention strategies when we were notified about exposures or injuries that nurses received. They often had a clear-cut cause and effect. Most injuries and exposures have a clear-cut cause and effect, and you can intervene. I mean, that's what prevention is all about. And I was pretty shocked after 30 years in my work career uh, where now I was in a hospital setting in an occupational health and safety program, and they, it, most of it, the attention was on giving nurses flu vaccines. And well, not just nurses, the whole, you know, all the, all the staff in the hospital. And it was very disappointing to see the low level of intensive health and safety program that was needed and warranted. And it wasn't just chemical issues, it was a wide variety of the range of occupational exposures you find in a healthcare setting. And I think that some of it has to do with looking at who's advocating for nurses' health and safety. For whom is this a, a clear and important and priority issue? And a lot of the focus over the last, I'd say, five or ten years has been on nurse-patient ratio, which is incredibly important. Some on ergonomics, really trying to help prevent back injuries, but there's been um, the issues around chemical exposures, for which there are many in hospitals, has taken either a back seat or kind of a no seat. And for instance, many people might not know this, but the American Nurses Association, which used to have a fairly robust occupational and environmental health program, disbanded it. So they who have a pretty big presence in Washington aren't talking about this. And some of the unions there health and safety departments have uh, kind of had the dwindles over the years. CNA has definitely begun to look at some of these issues, but I think specifically on the chemical exposures, and we know, for instance, that nurses are the number two, I should say, group of employees in this country that wind up with a diagnosis of adult onset asthma, and the first group is janitors, which, you know, of course, they're in the hospitals too. So clearly something's going on that is causing that specific diagnosis, but there are others as well. Yeah, I think National Nurses United is kind of at the forefront right now of the groups that are trying to make this better known for the nurses, protect the nurses, uh, and it's not just chemicals. For more information about this topic, visit nursetalksite.com. 